3: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.
4: The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Sask Ag Today with your host, Brian Young.
3: Good afternoon. Welcome to Sask Ag Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. Today, we talked with two farm leaders to see how their respective harvest is progressing. The latest cattle market update is out and had the chance to talk with provincial cattle specialist, Fonda Froats as per usual. And earlier today, I was out in the Elbow area visiting a local pasture and talked about how the season season has gone from a livestock producer's perspective. It was quite the road trip, even snuck in a little bit of a power nap at one point. And you might ask yourself, Ryan... How were you able to sneak in a power nap? Weren't you driving? Not not exactly. I had a little bit of help along the way. And we'll get into that uh, a little bit later on in the show. <laughs> the farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. Coming up after the break, uh, we talked with Todd Lewis and Brett Holstead on their harvest and how it's going.
4: This is Saskag Today with 620 CKRM AgriNews news Director, Ryan Young.
3: SaskAg Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. Farm group leaders are not only in charge of their respective organizations, but are also producers themselves. The chairperson of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission, Brett Halstead, farms in the Nokomis area, north of Regina. He says he's halfway through harvest.
0: we got just a little bit of wheat left to do, and then uh, mostly canola left after that, and Everything should roll. Uh, Obviously, we've been dealing with some high humidity, small rains and fog some mornings and days. So it's been a slow dry down. But, you know, when we get a chance, we make progress the best we can. Crops are probably a little bit surprising to the good this year, although we haven't been into the canola. The wheat has been, uh, you know, a little above average. And uh, I'm pretty pleased with that considering the limited rain we had this year.
3: For yields, Halstead says they vary.
0: You know, again, a little above average and plenty pleased with them. And, uh, you know, there's some good new wheat varieties out there that are funded by farmers and public varieties, and we're very pleased with how they're turning out.
3: Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture Todd Lewis farms near the Hamlet of Grey, south of the Queen City. Like Halstead, Lewis is over the halfway point of harvest.
0: We're just finishing up uh, the last of our durum here today, and uh, we've got the lentils in the bin now too. And and so on our farm, that's you know we're getting a little over 50 percent done. We have uh, a little bit of canary seed to do, and then uh, canola after that. So it's uh, we're rolling along pretty good, and really the weather's been uh, pretty good this fall.
3: He says crop yields are average at best.
0: Our Durham, you know, we're uh we're, you know, in the mid fifties I would say, fifty five bushels the acre. Uh lentils were disappointing. Of course they don't like wet feet and that herds in the spring, so so we're probably uh you know, probably half of our lentil crop were we're in the twenties, I think, something like that, and uh uh you know, and then and still to be determined on the canola and so on.
3: Lewis summarized the year. was a weird one
0: in uh up until the first uh, 10 days of june we were actually losing ground to uh water we were too wet in a lot of cases and and uh the sloughs were were uh, actually growing as the, as we got more rain and then about i think it was the 11th or 12th of june the tap shut off and then it was dry like without a drop of water until uh the third week of august so we and then uh after august uh we got a little bit of rain that helped uh finish off some of the later seeded crops and and uh then part of the part of the issue this fall has been just too smoky. It's uh actually the the heavy wildfire smoke has actually affected the dry down of a lot of the crops. So it's a uh, it's a strange year where you're too wet, too dry and then too smoky. But uh coming through this week here it looks pretty good the forecast and uh and uh I think now we're kinda of at a stage now where both of our crop will just be able to go Straight through now, and just uh you know get get it off in good time here hopefully as the weather continues to cooperate
3: now Lewis explained in a little more detail how the smoke affected his crop's ability to dry
0: well you know for instance in our lentil fields we had uh we had uh, desiccated them with reglone and and uh so then you want the crop to dry down and and uh, you need some hot sunny weather to do that and and uh, we had the hot and and uh, but unfortunately it didn't have the sunny and and it, it made a significant difference uh, because the early stuff that we had sprayed had a couple of sunny days and and we were able to get out and get those lentils off. But uh, the ones that uh, got, got caught behind the smoke screen we had there for really the better part of last week, it, it took quite a while for that crop to to dry down. So uh, sunshine is important this year. The days are getting shorter and and it really does affect uh, the dry down of the crop if we don't have have uh, you know sunshine that isn't filtered through
3: the smoke that's todd lewis with the canadian federation of agriculture and brett halstead with sask wheat talking about how their harvest season is going after the break the latest cattle market update you're listening to sask ag today on 620 ckrm
4: back with sask ag today with ryan young on 620 ckrm
3: this segment of SaskAg today is brought to you by Prairie 6 inch. For Prairie 6 inch eaves trough size matters, so see Prairie 6 inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist, prairieeavestrough.ca. And brought to you by Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. The number of Saskatchewan feeder cattle sold at auction last week was down compared to the previous week. That's according to the latest cattle market update issued by CanFax. Provincial cattle specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, Fonda Froats, has the details.
1: Feeder cattle prices continued mixed but strong for the week ending September 8th. Feeder steers ranged from $482.67 for the 3- to 400-pound steers to 314.50 for the 900-plus weight category this week. The largest price increase was seen in the heaviest steers weighing 900 plus pounds with prices improving 1150 per hundredweight over the previous week. The largest decline was in the 400 to 500 pound category down an average of $13 per hundredweight with prices still ranging between 432 to 488 and averaging at 447 per hundredweight for the week. And as for heifers, prices are for Saskatchewan feeders, he- feeder heifers, range from 381.50 per 100 weight for the 3 to 400 pound category to 296.50 for the 800 plus pound category. The largest increase was seen in the five to six hundred weight heifers this week with prices improving five twelve per hundred weight to end the week averaging three thirty nine. The largest week over week decline was in the four to five hundred pound heifers, which dropped an average of sixteen thirty three per hundred weight and averaged three seventy one for the week.
3: What were some of the factors affecting the feeder markets?
1: The combination of lower feed grain prices and the 2024 live cattle contracts were setting new highs last week. So these supported the calf and feeder markets. What were the marketings like in Saskatchewan? Yeah, the volume of Saskatchewan feeder cattle sold at auction decreased last week, but this also included the Labor Day holiday. Canfax reported 4,655 heads sold over the week uh, compared to 6,288 the week prior.
3: And how were the prices for market ready cattle?
1: Alberta fed steers averaged 232.19 per 100 weight for the week ending September 8th, which is up 43 cents from the last week's price of 231.76 per hundred weight. Alberta cow prices reported on September 8th were down week over week. D2 cows decreased on average 4.43 per hundred weight to average 143.50 per hundred weight for the week. D3 cows were also down 3.26 per hundred weight over the week and ended the week uh, at an average of 129.17 per hundred weight.
3: Vonda Froats is the Provincial Cattle Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture with this week's Cattle Market Update. You're listening to SaskAg Today on 620 CKRM. Can't cash in if you don't play. Get your tickets now for the Rokenville Lucky Lottery and 5050 Draw with a grand prize of $100,000 and an early bird draw of $10,000 if you purchase before September 15th. Plus 5050 Draw with a max prize of $48,500. Tickets are 100 dollars and 5050 tickets are 1 for 20 or 3 for 50. Get yours by calling 1-855-762-5686 or online at RokenvilleLotto.ca. Early bird draw date is September 15th. Official draw date is October 14th. License number RR230052 and lr 230008
4: You're listening to SaskAg Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Brian Young.
3: Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94. It's brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers.
5: Syngenta Canada has announced the registration of Vibrance Total, A new fungicide pulse seed treatment offering what they say is the most comprehensive and advanced level of protection found on the market today. With five modes of action, Vibrance Total provides broad-spectrum disease control, including enhanced protection against Ascochyta blight. Vibrance Total is the only pulse seed treatment on the market with a new active ingredient – giving growers highly effective protection against 13 different pythium species found in Western Canadian soils. Pythium is a serious pulse root pathogen, infecting the seeds and seedlings before emergence, threatening up to 50% of plant stand. In seeds and seedlings, pythium infections can result in plant death prior to seed germination and seedling death after emergence. Vibrance total will be available for the 2024 growing season. Ahead of the Model-based Statistics Canada production report due out on Thursday, Scott Shields of Grain Millers Canada in Yorkton says it's likely the agency's numbers for oats will increase. Statscan issued its first model-based production report for 2023-24 on August 29th, which placed the country's oats at about 2.429 million metric tons. While the first report estimated the crops as of July 31st, the second report will take them as of August 31st. He suggests the agency's previous estimate for harvested acres at 828,800 is likely a little high. Also, any increase in production would still produce a crop well short of last year's 5.227 million metric tons. StatsCan last Friday issued a stocks report, which placed oat-ending stocks for 2022-23 at 1.275 million metric tons, far more than the 333,000 the year prior, and above the five-year average of 518,000. Nova Scotia farmers who aren't in on agri-stability for 2023 and whose operations were hit hard by weather events this spring and or summer now have until the end of next year to enroll. The Nova Scotia and federal governments have announced enrollment for the Ag Income Stabilization Program which ended on April 30th has now been reopened for late participation until December 31st 2024 For the 2023 program year. Late participation in agri-stability is offered only in a program year in which a given province or territory's producers experience a significant agricultural disaster either sector-wide or province-wide. This spring over 61,000 acres were burned in wildfires across Nova Scotia from April into June. The province then reported periods of heavy rainfall and record-level heat during the summer, including storms on the weekend of July 21st that caused severe flash flooding, which killed four people and led to estimated damages of over $170 million on insured property and infrastructure alone. Ukraine has warned it could seek international arbitration over restrictions on its grain exports, after Poland said it would continue to block domestic imports of Ukrainian grain even if Brussels lifts a ban. Restrictions imposed by the European Union in May allowed Poland, Bulgaria, Hungary, Romania and Slovakia to ban domestic sales of Ukrainian wheat, maize, rapeseed and sunflower seeds while permitting transit of such cargoes for export elsewhere. The restrictions designed to ease excess supply are due to expire on Friday. Poland, which holds a parliamentary election on October 15th and says cheaper Ukrainian grain makes domestic production unprofitable, has said it will not lift its ban even if the EU does not extend the arrangement this week. The five Central European countries want the EU ban extended at least until the end of the year lab-grown meat can be labeled kosher and halal as long as its cells are derived in methods compliant with religious standards that's according to two panels of experts commissioned by the nascent industry the opinions are a win for cell cultivated meat companies because it means observant followers of judaism and islam could one day consume their products cultivated meat is currently only sold in tiny quantities in the united states and singapore but companies hope private and public investors will infuse the sector with enough cash to scale production and alter diets around the world. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer.
4: It's your AgriWeather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
3: The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or you can visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, apart the cloudy sky, winds out of the southeast, just at 30 kilometers an hour, High of 24 degrees. Partly cloudy this evening and a 30% chance of showers overnight. Winds from the southeast still, but at 20 kilometers an hour, low of 12. Tomorrow, partly cloudy again, another 30% chance of showers, but in the morning. Winds from the south at 20, then becoming light near noon. High of 24, 25 at the Humidex, low of 8 degrees. Thursday, sunny. High of 19, the low 9. Friday, clearing. High of 19, the low 6. Saturday sunshine, high of 22, low 8. Sunday sunny again, high of 28 degrees. 9 degrees is the low for that day. And sunshine for Monday, high of 28. Normal highs for this period are around 18, normal lows 4. Sun rose at around 6.29 this morning. Sun will set at around 7.19 tonight. Taking a look around the province in Estevan and Weyburn, 20 degrees, Swift Current 24, Saskatoon 23, Yorkton 17. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is in Leader at 27.5. Cool spot in Waskisu Lake at 16.6. In Regina, mostly cloudy. Southeast wind at 35 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 51%. Temperature 19 degrees or 67 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure is at 101.8 and falling. Down Highway 1 in Mooshjaw, cloudy sky. South-southeast wind at 35, gusting up to 46 kilometers an hour, temperature 24 degrees. And once again in Regina, mostly cloudy, southeast wind at 35, temperature 19 degrees. Back in a moment.
4: You're tuned to Saskag today on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM
3: this portion of saskag today is brought to you by mcdougall auctioneers where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience mcdougallauction.com and brought to you by pattison liquid systems experts in liquid fertilizer distribution fertilizers just better when it's wetter pattison liquid systems expect the best a new report from a group called children first canada outlines some of the challenges that kids are facing. There's the usual stuff like bullying, but there are other issues like poor mental health and poverty. The report also shows a growing concern about food insecurity. Sarah Austin is the founder and CEO of Children First Canada. Although food insecurity is a complex issue with no easy answers, she did offer one solution.
6: Now, one of the um, evidence-based measures that we know will measurably improve children's lives and reduce food insecurity is a National School Food Program. Now, as I mentioned, you know, Canada is the only G7 country that doesn't have such a program. In Budget 2022, the government pledged to develop a national policy on this issue, and yet in Budget 2023, there was simply no funding allocated to this. This is an urgent issue where we have 1.4 million children going hungry every day. Uh, these are, you know, These are more than statistics, these are real children who are hungry and needing nutritious food. A national school food program would go a long way towards making the life better for children. Now we've seen that when the government and civil society and Uh, You know, parents uh, work together to find solutions like childcare, that solutions are available. You know, it will take a similar level of cooperation to roll out a program like this with the federal and provincial governments and private sector and and civil society organizations making investments to provide this nutritious food for children. Uh, But we know it will go a long way towards ensuring that kids have the resources they need to not only survive, but thrive.
3: That's Sarah Austin with Children First Canada. Up next is the feature on how my little road trip to the Elbow area went. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM.
4: You're listening to Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Brian Young.
3: This segment of Saskag Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town Yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com This morning I had the chance to hit the road and visit the Wilner Elbow Pasture as part of the first edition of the 620 CKRM Ranch Roundup. We brought out coffee, muffins, and some bale wire for Wyatt Ayers, the manager of the Wilner Elbow Grazing Corporation. Here's my chat with him this morning. Wyatt, uh, it's a pleasure uh, being out here. Beautiful morning. Uh, When we came in here, uh, you were... uh bringing some cattle in for the lack of a better term uh, just kind of talk a little bit about the day how's it gone so far
2: oh good Yep, yeah. um, another windy day um, yeah brought the cattle in we'll sort them now and send them home how difficult is that usually is it a difficult thing no it seems to be pretty good yeah for the most part and let's talk a little bit about the pasture here uh, how big are we talking here of an operation um, taking 2200 pair every year this year has been a Different year, obviously, again, with the drought. Um, Started takeout in the middle of August, and this is our last day today. Awesome. And, uh, you know, what's kind of the favorite part about doing all of this? Is there one thing? Is it multiple things? What's your favorite part about doing all this? Um, Just being out in the country, I guess, and the silence of it. and Yeah. Been kind of doing it all your life? Yep, you betcha. Yeah, started on PFRA in 2007, and here now. So what inspired you to get involved in this? Um, just the lifestyle, I guess, growing up this way and, and stuck it through, I guess. So you kind of grew up around this area? Yep, across the lake at Lucky Lake. Grew up on a mixed farm and, and been doing this ever since. So what's it been like uh, for this year in terms of like conditions here at the pasture? Uh, how's it been? Uh, difficult again, yep. Drought and grasshoppers and challenging year. Uh, in terms of like uh, getting feed and stuff uh, has that been kind of a challenge or for sure it has um i guess enough crops were rowed off we were able to bail some of those crops but uh yeah challenging year for sure all right anything else you wanted to add no that's about it i guess all right thank you for your time you betcha thank you
3: That was my chat with Wyatt Ayers as part of the first edition of the 620 CKRM Ranch Roundup. A way of saying thank you to all the livestock producers and ranchers out there for their hard work and uh, playing an important role in what they do in feeding not only Saskatchewan but also Canada and the world. Also a shout out to the following sponsors for helping us out and making this possible. Tim Hortons for supplying the coffee, the muffins as well, Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw, Agriculture in the Classroom, Nick Service, Linex, Kelvington Stockyards, Wolf Industries, Double R Auctions, Heartland Livestock Yorkton, Shepherd Realty, Mac Auction Company, and Redverse Ag. We'll take a bit of a break. Afterwards, the market update.
4: Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
3: Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle, proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. Grain prices at Viterra were mostly down in early trading today. Canola is down $13.20 to 7.1182 dollars a metric ton. Lentils is up $8.00 to 8.6750. dollars Number one red spring wheat is down three dollars thirty one cents at three hundred twenty nine eighty eight. The rest were unchanged. Durham at five hundred fourteen seventy four, feed barley two hundred eighty two fifty eight, chickpeas ten thirty six seventeen, flax five sixty one fifty four, oats three hundred ten thirty two, yellow peas three hundred eighty two eighty nine, feed wheat two hundred twenty three fifty six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down three cents. $7.63 and three quarter cents a bushel. Up next is the Livestock Report.
4: It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan 620 CKRM.
3: The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now the latest livestock quotes.
7: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 12th. Our last regular sale was on August 30th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.40 to $1.55. D3 cows sold from $1.20 to $1.40. Counter cows sold from $0.80 cents to $1.10. Heiferets sold from $2 to $2.45. And Good Butcher Bulls sold from $1.60 to $1.72. We had a pre-certed yearling sale here on September 11th, 600 to 600 50 pound steers averaged $3.38 and sold up to $3.82. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $3.47 and sold up to $3.67. to 800-pound steers averaged $3.33 and sold up to $3.52. 800- to 900-pound steers averaged $3.11 and sold up to $3.42. And steers over 900-pound averaged $2.76 and sold up to $3.18. Heifers were 20 to $0.30 back from the steers. We also had a few calves at this sale. 400- to 450-pound steers sold for $4.41 a pound and 500 to 600-pound steers sold for $4.13 a pound. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 700-pound black steers at $3.51 a pound, a group of 790-pound black steers at $3.42 a pound, a group of 890-pound Angus steers at $3.18 a pound, and a group of 990-pound exotic steers at $3.00 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too.
3: And now here are the latest pork prices.
8: This is Bill Elfer with the Ham's Market Commentary for Tuesday, September 12th. Ham sold 8,100 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 211 to 226 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,700 head, selling a range of 210 to 229 per CKG. Ham's cash all price today is mixed, and four contract prices open mixed this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up 27 basis points, with a daily exchange rate 1.3581. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 73.79 cents U.S. Daily U.S. cash markets are mixed as the varying regions are attempting to find an interim support level. The Western Cornwall improved 18 cents U.S. 108, bringing the cumulative weekly average 27 cents higher than last week's benchmark. The national front is lowered by 29 cents, the weekly base is still 31 cents lower than a week ago, but the cutout adjusted formula improved $1.56, and now the community weekly base is $1.29 higher than last week so far. Volatility in the cutout has seen its value oscillate on both sides of positive and negative territory, which is impacting the cutout formulas, but values remain seasonally pressured. Meanwhile, lean hog futures open mixed mix, but are all trending higher through mid-trade. Despite the move, however, only minimal ground is being made today and new resistance levels are in place. The fundamental outlook has not changed and likely will not change until the end of the month when the new quarterly hogs and pigs report is published. Up next,
3: the Resource Report.
8: This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on
4: 620 CKRN. Here's Ryan Young.
3: Now the resource report, brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Oil and gas and mining companies make up the majority of Canada's best performing stocks. A new list by the Toronto Stock Exchange ranks stocks based on share price performance over a three-year period. The oil and gas sector makes up 50% of the list with the top spot going to Calgary-based Paramount Resources. Seven of the companies on this year's list are in the mining sector, as investors flock to companies that extract some of the critical minerals and metals expected to power the coming energy transition. The Crown Corporation behind the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion says it may not complete the project before December 2024 if a regulator doesn't allow a route change. Says the new time frame is a worst-case scenario that could add close to $86 million in cost overruns to the final project price tag. Corporation had hoped to have the pipeline in service early next year, but has run into engineering difficulties related to the drilling of a ton- of a tunnel in B.C. It wants to alter the route slightly for a 1.3-kilometer stretch of pipe, as well as the construction method. On the markets, the TSX is up 82 points at 20,264. The Dow is up 137 points to 34,800. Oil is up $1.99 at $89.28 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 73.80 cents US. And that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the On Demand Sask Egg Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Tuesday's edition of Saskag Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.